Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Provincial Championship Series Final Day. Terry Layton, BJ Ryan, we are teaming up to record episode 126 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is just after 12 noon on Thursday, the 19th of May. York. York racing today. Yeah, Yorker. Happy hunting ground for the guru is York. It's been been hit and miss, you know, the old the old undulating mm. un- undulating racetracks. Just look for G Crispin in the race book. It's carried us on. You're gonna run us. Yeah, today? she does, yeah. Oh. yeah. She's got a she's gonna try and um, Well that'll be getting mine then. Yeah, old, old blackie <laughs> smuggler. Uh gee whiz. Having start number seven hundred and thirty-six. <laughs> there are some track specialists around at the moment, isn't yep. there? Dead set. Yep. Uh so York, uh, in action today, so by the time this comes out, Black Smuggler would have uh, already saluted. Ah. Uh, Panels. Um, Belmont and Carnarvon Saturday, and we're off to the goldfields uh, with a Kalgoorlie meeting on Sunday. Stay tuned throughout the show, BJ, on uh, how on info on how you can enter uh, the Get Out Stakes. Market City meets Get Out Stakes, S-T-E-A-K-S, in the last. Um, and don't forget, we have our champ, uh, champ vs. challenger. Mm-hmm. Back to the the uh, the old format yep. of the Mastermind, the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Last week's winner, Timmy Gears, Jeers, Timmy, Timmy G. Timmy G. TJ. <laughs> Uh, taking on our uh, our Goldfields Galloper, uh, the character Nick Character Pilotti. <laughs> How many times can I pronounce his name differently? But I'm looking the, forward to the, looking forward to that battle. The Saturday Sinner himself, yeah, Nick exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. We got a tried horse that's uh, basically named after. Well, it could be named after a few people. I'd yeah, suggest, right, but, yeah, uh, yeah, apt, fitting. All right, bet for Edge tomorrow. Bet for Edge tomorrow. Apps and podcasts and radios. <laughs> One week I'm just going to give out. Miles good last week. It's good to have Miles back. I didn't have to host and um, be a plod, but um, but uh, Tommy and um, and Lath helped out the last few Tommy weeks. Tommy Johnson, they were great. Lath, Lath and Anderson, they were they were brilliant. So uh, yeah, no, it's good to have Miles back though, and Miles um, um, and myself will team up and see how we go. The faithful would have been pretty happy, eh? You would give out a few. Few booms and bangs on which one? Uh, the faithful, the bet- oh, he loves it. Loves yeah. a boomer and a banger. Yeah, he loves a. He, I tell you what, for a man that tries to do six cards, though, he finds a lot of winners. Like at <laughs> first, I'm thinking like, you're yeah, kidding. Like this is enough, but you must be tipping everything and just. But he's he's like he's really. However, he comes up with his. Um, Final selections and whatnot, and he does use all because he speaks to a lot of professionals yeah. in different states. Yeah. The way he siphons that information is first class. Like it really, really, really is. When like, are you gonna? I want to. Incredible. I, I, I'm. I want to know when you're gonna make your debut on the uh, SEN track. Oh, I used to go on Sundays um, on the radio, but I just said uh, just pre pre race day. Uh, like an hour before or just before the um, WA meeting had started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles and Tags would get me on, have a bit of a chat with them. But, yeah. um, you know, I've just, I just text them through for Miles now at yeah. this stage. But uh, I reckon Miles is going to do a couple of- In studio, guru with I think he's gonna do a, I think he's going to do a couple of uh, sets in WA. So I reckon I might get a run on a Sunday at some point. I might pop in and- yeah, geez, that'll be entertaining. Yeah. Isn't it something? Have you listened? Uh, bits and pieces, Because yeah. I'd never listened to it yeah. before and I tuned yeah. in and I was like, yeah. this is just a couple of blokes sound like they're sitting at the local pub and just <laughs> yelling, at the, yelling at the screen. You should have recorded the Broken Hill from uh, last Saturday. Oh, yeah. my God. it's should have uh, filmed it. Yeah, it's great stuff. All right. It's uh, Sky Channel Provincial Championship Series final day at Belmont this Saturday, the 21st of May. Let's get stuck in. The rail's out at the six-metre position after commencing at the three metres last Saturday. We got a maximum of 25 degrees at the moment, but we've had rain during the week. I think there's rain 
uh, on Sunday for yeah, the Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Sunday for <sighs> heavy rain for the Dockers versus uh, Collingwood game on yep. Sunday. But I think we're going to escape on Saturday. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it's um, that the rain doesn't become too much of a factor. We had about um, we had some. Do we get around? Do we get about ten mil yesterday? Um, it was under ten. Yeah, it was we under never, 10. It was still a good four throughout. So it's going to be. It's definitely going to be a good four Saturday. Yep. I'd say next Wednesday it's got to be a chance of a heavy deck. Yeah. Okay. Very good. All right. Race one of the day is the Drummond Golf Plate for the two-year-olds over 1,000 metres, 11.59 a.m. That's when we get underway out there at Belmont. And we see the return of Rev It Up. Four starts, three wins for the Dion Luciani-trained filly. Um, she... She was pretty dominant in some of those victories, only tasted defeat once um, in the Crystal Slipper Stakes, of course. Um, surprised that she missed the the features, the um, every the the lead ups and, and the caricature, but she's she's back post uh, post the uh, autumn racing carnival, and now she's uh, coming off two four hundred pretty sharp four hundred meter lead up trial wins, and she stands out as the horse to beat, and the market suggests so as well. Terry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is yeah. a shock. This is just incredible for our UK to kick off the day. Well, I'm really we surprised. We need to have a chat about how we had two divisions of well, That's what I was about yeah. to say. There's, you got some really nice horses that went around, and that was over 1,200, fair enough. Some really nice two-year-olds, but um, they're running for fair. Maybe they thought they couldn't beat Revit. I'm not sure. They weren't even nominated. No. That's the thing. There was no. – yeah, it's surprising because your second prize on Saturday is the same as what first prize effectively very close to was on um, yeah, so on Wednesday. Yes, yes at Belmont we had two divisions of the 1,200 yeah. metre maiden. Had good horses, Lord Gannicus, Sky Duke, Piera Art, who what didn't are they, lead. $25,000 um, And Piera Art over the 12 rather than the 1,000. The 1,000 for me would have made more sense. I think there is just the old mindset, oh, we'll go to the easier option and go midweek. And it turns out you, don't, you can't just look at the prize money or the – or the rating of the race. Sometimes the easier races. Well, let's take, um, let's take this to a maiden. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Oh, this yeah. is uh, – it's very thin. So, um, yeah, look, Rev It Up should be winning. BJ, um, nice little weight swing for Born and Bred and it's Clash versus Capo Veloce. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, not for me here, BJ. Those two horses have uh, clashed in the in their final lead-up trial oh. and their race and Capo Veloce came out on top on both – Occasions, uh, they're both coming out of a straight Pinjara thousand meter maiden capo and born and bred. Uh, there's a horse in this race who I reckon's got a bit of ability, but it's going to go around at a million to one. It can't win, but I don't mind a horse called Tropical Sun. I thought I liked its trial on the 26th of April, and I didn't think its debut in that Tiffany Street race was was all that bad. Finished alongside Rock on Molly, and she came out and ran second to uh, Lord Gannicus yesterday. So. Keep an eye on Tropical Sun if it falls into a race um, um, post post her, uh, her Saturday assignment, Tropical Sun. But it does look like a pretty much a gift for the resuming Rev It Up. Yeah, it's a little 40K gift for, for Dion. What um, what did Brad go up? Uh, I didn't even really look, to be honest with you. It wasn't a race that ever grabbed me. $1.70 maybe? $1.80? Let's have a look. I'm not sure. It wasn't a race that ever really appealed to me. I think we've spent too much time on it, to be honest, already. Uh, $1.85 in $2.60 for oh. Rev It Up. All right. Might have been good shopping. Race two uh, is the Valet Allen Lilly handicap for the three-year-olds over 1,200 metres. Just a um, quick comment on Alan. Alan Lilly was one of uh, my dad's great friends, actually, oh. and he passed away recently. Um, I was unable to attend his funeral through 
through um, through COVID. And um, but yes, yeah, so I think the funeral was last Tuesday. Alan was a very accomplished rider, uh, jockey in his um, in the I guess seventies and eighties, maybe early nineties as well. Um, you would have loved Lil's Terry when the more money was on, the better Lil's rode. He was a, always well regarded as a very big money jockey um which was how you made your uh your your wages back in back in those days guru so alan was very well regarded for his ability to um to uh get them over the line when um connection had had a bet uh tiger lily was his <laughs> nickname and um loved horse racing uh, even in retirement he was out the races most saturdays and um yeah, and even when Dad went to his his uh, property um, to pick out some clothes for him to to wear at his at his uh, funeral, the form guide and the pattern pen was out at the kitchen table as well. So Lil's um, even in, into his seventies was still doing the form and trying to find a few winners. And um, yeah, he'll be he'll be really missed. So uh, R.I.P. Lil's and um, yeah, and to all his family and friends as well. Well said. Uh, okay, so race name in his honour. It's a three-year-old contest and uh, I guess most will be leaning towards the Simon A. Miller trained filly hardly ever who um, I guess showed us a bit of bit more of what she's really capable of last start was sitting outside leader and sort of drawing clear for quite a quite a smart 1200 uh, meter second half victory at Ascot. Yeah, it looks uh, looks hardly ever's race. Very hard to go past. It looks the mapped horse, um, potentially the best horse in the race. Snipperucci might have a higher ceiling. Mm. That's the thing here. It's a bit of an unknown, but I mean, Snipperucci looks like a horse that not much can go wrong in her races for her to win. And from barrier nine with a bunch of speed under her, mm, it, you, you're hard pressed to give her the breeze. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, she's no guarantee she's going to find it. They might slow their medicine and go back here and go back yeah. to that style of racing and try to ride her cold. And um, I just don't know if. Um, she gets past hardly ever. Who's probably going to land very close to the one-one and should be in clear air and should have a nice gap on her Simon on top a of the straight. And so. Simon A and Paddy Pike. Yeah, Paddy Pike and, and <laughs> Simon A, and um, they should continue their uh, yeah their their recent domination. It's been something else. So. So they've, just, they've been putting on an absolute clinic. They certainly have been. They've who's got who's been. got leading? Uh, I had you got Ragnar uh, I, or Tadwim. Yeah, no, I'm not not sure, and mm. I wasn't too perturbed. I think Tadwim. I think they might be happy sitting up to the twelve hundred yeah. potentially. Mm. I think that won't won't go in with we have to lead this. When well, you when you look at it, and we saw there was just, no spoke, intent in its trial or its first up. Right? Yeah, and yeah. we spoke about it earlier in regards to last week. Um, uh, that last race, Prince. Uh, he's gold. Sorry, not Prince. He's gold. He's gold. And yeah. um, the other one charge both i think they probably looked at the maps and thought they'd try and be cute and so this what will happen when you see a lot of leaders in the races and it's something i probably need to be a little bit better at and be more mindful of is that everyone else does the maps as well there's mm. not just four horses going to chop at each other for the lead usually there's some mindsets about who goes forward who doesn't and it ends up working itself out without being as much of a mess mm-hmm. um so but in in saying that i think roy will be coming to town saying with prince ragnar we want to lead but i think it'll end up sitting pat's got sass will want to try and kick up don't like it back to the top. I think it's real poor place. I feel. I feel like I think it's got three wide, three wide, no cover written all over it. Pat's got sass. It's just got a real. It's just a real bad placement. I think. I think it's a horse that's looking to go a little bit further. If anything, Um, back to the fourteen hundred in a three. It was a great time to take on the older horses for Pat's got sass. So I just don't understand that whatsoever. Yeah, it's just there's speed. It's not great speed. There are sixty six plus. Yeah, it's just it's just. Just ordinary placement, really ordinary placement there. Um, That's a graduation, yeah. Yeah, hardly ever maps to win the race. Even if Snipperucci brings its very best, it would have to be its very, very best, and then it would have to come from last. So I'm a dollar seventy, hardly ever. Um, pretty keen. Was hoping 
Snipperichi took up a bit more of the market and I'd see some 240. So mm. I might hold off for late, which could be risky. I might not be able to have a bet. But, um, yeah, two bucks plus will get me. Yep. But I'm going to um, – yeah, I'm going to wait for the late price. Okay. Um, yeah. So the yeah does this from this draw and the combo and the way that that she let down and won last start always well regarded hardly ever. Probably not suited in the breeze either. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. That's just sort of had to put a put her there. That's ended up being a pretty good form race as well. So um, does look the race for hardly ever again. That's the Vale Allen Lily handicap and Lils, you'll be missed, mate. Race three is the Tap Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap. No Metro wins last year, 1,200 metres. Um, sort of funny old races, but <laughs> there is there is a horse that a few of a few people have been have been sort of waiting for. Mm-hmm. Is this a safety bay kind of race, Guru? Uh, or does it need to lead? Do you think? Yeah, I think it's a really tough one. It's drawn outside of Gates of Babylon and Wild Front. Yeah. Um, it was only okayishly away last start, like Scandolo and Old Bailey's quick, but Scandolo was quicker than it. The yeah. first hundred, so it screams to me that Taj is probably going to be caught deep or working hard to the breeze, breeze or whatnot. Yeah. So I just think it might be susceptible late with the way the map looks to me. Um, I, I was hoping Gates of Babylon was one that might have been missed price-wise, but it wasn't. Brad went up 10 bucks, and I, I was just a touch slow to try and nick my my little uh, bet I, on I it. I like the booking, actually. Yeah, but yeah. Gates of Babylon's won six races, I think, BJ, and all six it's led. Um, yeah. I don't know if it can lead this over 1,200 yeah. with those two outside of it. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not all that perturbed about the $6 Gates of Babylon. I just feel with that, with the three speed horses from 9, 10, 11, with Taj, um, on two of them, the the young apprentices. What that tends to do for a speed map is bring those rearward into it because it could turn a bit messy mm-hmm. with a three wide line. So look, I, I'm I'm not going to have a bet any early markets, but I'm, I'm just going to keep my mind open in, in regards to what I do here. But a horse like Sweet Strawberry, yep. I think potentially in a three wide line, it's run fifth last start to Speed Dream Dunbar. Um, Basically, like the, a better some form of, race. Some of the fancies in the sky. Yeah, a, a better form race. It, it's no star. It does a lot wrong, but I, I do think Belmont's the top of track that'll suit a horse like Sweet Strawberry. But yeah, seven fifty. I mean, I was about seven bucks. I'm not. I'm not diving in for that at all. But um, yeah, look, if there was a senior on Silken Eyes, yeah, I was just yeah. about to declare it. But I said last week, and again, you watch its run last week. It was poor, and every time Christy has gone on the horse, they just don't get along. But again, don't want to keep picking on Harry here. But it, to me, that's just not. I don't know. You've seen Silken Eyes go poorly for Christy three times when it's been going all right that campaign. It, you've got to carry the weight here and put a senior on. Yeah, in my it's, mind, it's yeah, it's. Pretty much stands out as the class, hundred percent class horse in the race. Do you it? watch its last run? Yeah, it's hard to back, isn't it? Yeah, and if you watch every time she's gone on the horse, they just don't agree. They don't, with tra- each other. They don't travel together, do they? They don't yeah. travel together, but mm. yeah, again, I wouldn't begrudge anyone taking. I'm six bucks again, six seven dollars, I think, silk and ice. But I wouldn't begrudge anyone taking um, and having a having a little play at what is it, six seven eight dollars? Yeah, moment, I did like I did like the way Sweet Strawberry attacked the line there at Norman. Mm. That was good. I think that form is going to stack up in the feature of the day later. Um, Jay Whiting on on board, so yeah, yeah, that makes a bit of sense. Three wide train again. I, again, I'm I'm sort of speculating on what I'm hoping might wobble out to fourteen, fifteen dollars bet fare. You know, yeah, that's say I'm yeah I'm oh, dearie mate, it's tough. I'm not I'm not I'm not probably going to back read the right act. At what, the do you, what do you what do you? I know it's not 
perfect. But what do you make of the 91 Dwyer from five, Paddy Carberry on board? Was three wide no cover the entire, got got run over uh, late last start. Um, I think it's just going to be in, in a good spot and could could give this a bit of a shape. But yeah. It's probably it's a bit unders, you think? Yeah. $6.57. It's, it's a poor race. It's yeah. you got to remember. So you got a price. They, they all look unders, which means they're probably about the right prices. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, no, it's about the right price, seven, eight, nine dollars um, for me, 91 Dwyer. I worry i always you'd like to see a trainer break the duck i fell into <laughs> i fell into Arnra yesterday when it got out to 280 right um and again it, there seems to be yeah it, it's always nice to probably back a trainer once they've won a race and got a little bit of momentum up so there might be something to that i'd suggest but uh yeah no it's going well enough but it, it's a real always has been 91 Di- uh, dwyer lacking that killer blow yeah. to the horse you know yeah. that's why it's 18 starts for the one win and it runs a lot of um like you see a second to galactic storm a third to kazoku second to stylax last start but yeah I, it's just that type of horse that it might keep on sucking in and keep on getting yeah i tell you what though it's last three or four it's been walloped in betting mm. um and there's a few money horses here which i'm so that's why when i've done it i've sort of i've sort of had a sort of a mindset in regards to who won't be supported who will get out because i don't think it's going to be a drift on merit i think it's going to be a drift on false money elsewhere mm-hmm. um and yeah in my mind it could be a horse like sweet strawberry but i keep the mind open Mm. Looks looks a sticky map. I think they'll they'll all get their chance here. Yeah, there's no headwinds by the way. Um, I meant to say that at the start. So I think there's an easterly, which means no headwinds this week at Belmont. So just be yeah. mindful. It could um, those on speed probably will be will have a better time of it than they did last week. Okay, I don't have any firm views on this race. Mm. I think Silken Eyes is the class run of the race, but struggling to to trust with the with the setup. Um, I did like the way, as I said, I did like the way Sweet Strawberry hit the line. And sometimes I think a horse like Carabineer might, might um, from from six, bit of positivity from Craig they, Staples. They didn't miss it last time. Yeah, I think this could be, it's a sort of race for a Carabineer type, type horse. It might just be in the right spot coming off a win at Northern. Um, has won at the Belmont 1200 before. Um, but yeah, like it's a, if you if you can pinpoint the the one in this, let us know because it's a it's a tricky one. So. It's a good one for Betfair. Hope, I'm just going to hope hope for really big money for a, a few of them, um, and then sort of look look around it. So as I said, initially I went into it wanting to find Gates of Babylon. Did um, you? I, I thought you might have been looking for Safety Bay, but not yet. Yeah, uh, I, I really want to back Safety Bay. But I'll probably wait for a map okay. um, where it can lead. Again, Tar is still looking to crack his. Uh, Cracky Saturday duck as well. All right. Race four is the Amelia Park Handicap. This is the special conditions. Graduation, 60 plus. Um, you got a runner in this race. Yep. First law. We T- do. TK Layton. Uh, just the one runner on the day? Yeah. I'm hoping it comes out, but yeah, I don't know what the plan is. Okay. So first law will, of course, be uh, taking on a couple of smart three-year-olds here in the form of Via Monte and the unbeaten El Safina, while Aracity has some really strong um, rating 66 plus form through mood swings and there's a bit of other form in the race as well but it does look like the three-year-olds Via Monte and specifically El Safina will strangle the market from a betting point of view. Yeah, I think they will. The three-year-olds continue to dominate against the older horses which is basically racing in WA. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new there. Um, yeah, with, with first law, I think they're knowing just what I was saying before. I think they might be knowing for Wednesday as well. I'm okay. not sure, but uh, with the apprentice on from the wide gay, that's the type of horse I'd be laying every day of the week. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's a nice race for us. <laughs> hopefully we come out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it looks looks really nice. I'll tell you what, it's, it's been blessed by Gates, but it looks a nice setup for Al Safina. Interesting to see Chris Parnham 
uh, ride for Viamonte. I, I think a lot of that has to do with the association with Danny Morton, um, and I don't blame him either. He's a probably want to keep Danny happy and keep that uh, keep that affiliation working well. I guess Al Safina has got two perfect maps and two good wins. They've both been really nice wins. Mm. And if you look at those two, BJ, it had the back of. Who do have the back? Maybe born to talk first up. Uh, my one of the my horses was my Malena last start, yeah. but the pre at its first win it had the back of um, my Malena again, wasn't it? No, it? no, my Malena wasn't a maiden at the time. Um, whoever had the back of that day uh, took it right into the race, and then my Malena last start took it right into the race. Thought Lacta could have been a bit more aggressive. May have been on my Malena there myself, um, and <laughs> tried to get rolling a little earlier. But uh, look, it looks like. It should get the same type of run this time on the back of Warm and Fuzzy, who should take you a long, long way into uh, this. Tipsy Angel was the horse. Tipsy Angel, yeah. okay. So, um, yeah, it should take you a long way into the race, I would suspect Warm and Fuzzy does. So, yeah. um, from there, um, I think it's got to be hard to beat. The money keeps coming hard. They've obviously got a, a good opinion of the horse. It gets in on the minute and it's it's perfect placement. I just said about not taking on the three-year-olds. Look at this. You've gone into a 60-plus. You've, you've drawn well. You're getting in with no weight and you're taking on the older horses who perhaps um, have all just about reached their mark. I went into this race wanting to find one really keen and, and if Betfair allows me to, I'll probably end up on it maybe each way. Uh, the toppy, I think, false statement is a proper race horse. It's, I, I reckon – I reckon we can probably wait one more, though. Um, I reckon we can probably wait one more, BJ, and wait for a, either a wet deck or probably just a more suitable sign where you're not running into two gun three-year-olds who so get mm -hmm. the big weight relief. But false statement, forget it went around first up. It's a horse a bit like Bold Success. Now, Bold Success failed badly. Um, two starts ago. Two starts yeah. ago because it was underneath horses. I don't think it likes. It didn't get – I think Taj as well. Probably – it's a tough horse to ride. Yeah. Um, they then went around. It was actually really clear. I think it was Lockie. Well, it was Lockie who um, did the change of tactics, went to the breeze. And the horse just loves being outside of horses, loves clear air. The senior going back on and the fact they've drawn nine, nine just yeah. drop out to last and they'll come central at Belmont. If you look at some of its runs, they are like wildly good wildly good runs. I beat Beret at the well, start was, of its winning prep. Um, I was doing some form for Star Trade and it ran yep. in the Batavia and yep. it was a slashing sixth or yeah, something. Yeah, it was huge. Yep. Yeah, exactly yep. right. So I, um, yeah, I just think that uh, I think it's one that will be winning races at Belmont this prep. It's just, oh, I just probably found the wrong one. I don't know. Part of me wants this to get out to 35 to 1 back at each way, you know, yeah. and, and I hope that Warman Fuzzy comes back on him and now Safina doesn't see the air or Viamonte doesn't see the air, but um, – yeah, I was about twelve bucks, thirteen dollars false statement. So that that's what I wanted to find each way, but I'm two dollars twenty Alcefina roughly. So that's what price Viamonte? Uh, I so Viamonte is one of those horses, and I, I like to talk about those horses that I think are underpriced or overpriced consistently. And it's like Galactic Storm. I keep taking on Viamonte is one I'm just going to keep taking on. Yeah, I was five bucks ish Viamonte. Um, respect it, like it as a horse, but I think it's always underpriced. Yeah, I, I think it can win this race, but I think with the 54 versus the 58, that was the key for me. Yeah. Um, the four yeah. kilos. So, and the fact it's going to have and the back that, of warm yeah. and fuzzy, that is just such a good back to have. So, um, the, the, the numbers have been there for El Safina as well. The times have been quite good yep. from what I've seen. So, um, coming, even though they're sort of midweeker ascot races on the day, they were quite fast for comparatively. So, exactly right. Yeah. Um, just with false statement, have you ever heard of a half spoon bit? Yeah. Well, the half spoon bit is off. Oh, that's, that's, that's key. Yeah, that's key. That's absolutely key. So it's off. I was going to make a joke about the half spoon bit, but I won't. <laughs> half spoon bit is off. Lugging bit is on. The tongue control bit is off and the winkers are off. So, um, 
stable is sort of thrown in a heap of gear changes there. Uh, went back to trials with Tash Faithful on and um, went strive for strive with Rock and Ori at, um, yeah. at Larky on that trial, which was quite quite good. And and in, even in that trial, it was back, wide, galloping room, yep. momentum. It was so, trial, trial before it raced first up. It, um, it ran into- Massimo. Um, yeah, it wasn't ridden out all that hard mm-hmm. and the horse- one spot ahead of it, it was last, but in second last was Elite Street, so yeah. it was a good trial. Yeah. So I, I really like false statement as a horse. I just think a we're not going to get as wet a track to see its very very best, and b uh, it runs into three year olds that are mapping well. Yeah. It's just you know how hard that is. Like it's a real shame. Some of these I, I love the three year olds. They're good betting opportunities at times mm-hmm. against the older horses, but um, yeah, I think there'll be a big race and a big result in false statement. Us this campaign, it might just not be here. Yeah, I'm with you with Alsafina. I'm I'm surprised that they're sort of rough. They were roughly the same price. Oh, okay, so, so you're in the Alsafina camp too. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, I've liked what I've seen from her, and she's just she's going to get the run and the four kilos on Via Monte. I think it's going to be going to be key. Yep. So um, funny with the market though. It wouldn't surprise me if we still see the Alsafina price late, just because the Via Monte money keeps coming. But in saying that, the um the um. The Alsafina money has been coming even harder. Yeah. But that's been against slowies. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. Well, looks like we're aligned there with Alsafina. Um, Terry's also suggesting just uh, keep an eye on her Betfair exchange. False statement might be a bet. Yeah. Bet price spec. late as well. Could even um, consider the place price. I, I probably don't do that enough sometimes. Um, yeah. We'll have a look late. All right. So let's take a break. The first at York is on. So we've got to watch this. And uh, we'll be back with the uh, Timmy Gears versus Nick Carapalotti in our Mundaring Hotel Debray Racing Mastermind. It's now time for the WA Racing Mundaring Hotel Mastermind competition. <laughs> I got that wrong still, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Getting closer, Terry. Yeah. Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, if anyone of our listeners has an opportunity to drop in and see the publican in Butchie O'Connor, make sure you do have a chinwag with him. Uh, let him know you listen to the 1-1. One, one. you get the royal treatment up there at the Mundaring. Um, feed, flutter, froffies. All the Fs. Family atmosphere. They've got the big deck cranking. Hopefully, uh, hopefully there's a little bit of – is there a bit of sun this weekend? A little bit of sun. Saturday, 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 yeah. Saturday, Saturday. So, yeah, Butchie, legend, legend of the game. So, uh, make sure you support him up there at the Mundaring. Now, last week, Terry, we had uh, epic battle. It was two fresh faces Mm. Christian Hawkins, the Hawk, and Timmy Gears. And it was uh, Timmy Gears. He came out on top 3 2. So, he is our carryover champion. Let's welcome him back in. Timmy, welcome back. Yeah, thanks, boys. Good to be back. Hopefully, uh, hopefully another win in the mastermind two in a row. <laughs> how's your week? How's your week been as the uh, as the the title holder, of the WA Racing Mastermind? Yeah, good. The first couple of days, I walked around like Terry Layton after he's back the winner with my chest out. <laughs> um, but the more I look at this week's program, I don't know Shut what up, questions are going to be thrown at us. <laughs> oh, hang on! Oh, hang on! We got another call. Uh, you get a call on hold while you got two on the phone. I know, on time. That's Dear, mate, always that's... learning about technology. Uh, Timmy, I'm going to pretend <laughs> I didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> we were just talking to you off air briefly about Dash Dial. You must have been uh, look. It was it was always going to be tough from the gate, but I thought it was a huge effort uh, from the team with with Dash Dial, and there's plenty to work with there. Yeah, definitely super run. Um, probably team error. Um, we probably just wanted to chance our luck going forward a bit because if we go, you know. 
go back and make it hard to win. So probably tried to write a positive, but it backfired a bit. Um, but we probably learned from that. We, in the end, best option may have been not to start her, but she's pulled up super. She'll uh, either go around midweek or next Saturday in another graduation over the mile. Very good. Hey, Timmy, now have you ever, have you ever come across the uh, the master of the goldfields, Nick Carapalotti, in your travels as a jockey manager? The master of the goldfields, come on. Yeah, well, me and Nick have spoken once or twice. I'm just filthy at him that he still hasn't given me a ride yet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, I was just rereading your message, Tim. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> Which goes, oh, hi, Nick. Would would love to do some work together. So maybe you might not be a mastermind. You might have to throw it for me, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, well, between me and Kate, we've got a couple of vouchers to the Mundang or, or, already. So I'm happy to lay down if you throw a couple of rides away. <laughs> 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 this is how it works. Well, this is a So yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Carafalotti, he's back. We just had a chat to him on the show. He's back to have a crack at the at the uh, the mastermind he listened was it the first were you first time listener last week to the mastermind nick or have you got a bit of experience on how the competition works uh no no first listening to it last week very good all right timmy gears it's a long drive i thought i'd need some uh, some soft terry Layton noise in my ears you know <laughs> the, the dulcet tones yeah yeah correct timmy gears versus nick carapolotti all right gentlemen so your names are your buzzers to be crowned this week's mastermind, you need to be the first to answer three questions correctly. Is it me? Mm-hmm. It's me, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Challenger, are you ready? That's you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> mastermind, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Okay, who am I? I retired in 2010 after winning at 16, after winning at, after winning 16 of my 40 career starts and amassing a tick over $1.7 million in prize money. I had 13 hoops ride me across those 40 starts with Link Robertson having the most success aboard me with four victories. Dan Stake and Paul Harvey both won on me on three occasions. I won the Winterbottom Stakes at start number nine, the Skay Hill at start number 10, and the Australia Day Sprint at start number 11 before venturing over east and running three consecutive seconds in the Group 1 CFO to El Segundo and then the Group 2 St George and Group 1 Australian Cup, both to Pompey Ruler. I returned home to win the new market in a gap job with the big weight before venturing back over east and finally breaking my Victorian hoodoo, beating Apache Cat in the 2007 Maccabi Diva Stakes. I went on to win Hyperion's, Belmont Sprints, Lestia Stakes, Strickland Stakes, but it was my third placing in the epic Takeover Target versus Apache Cat Clash in the winter bottom of 2008, which will never leave most racing purists' memories. I wore the same silks as the famous Northerly, and I was trained by Fred Kersley. Who am I? You're kidding, lads. Three, oh, two, geez. Nick. <laughs> Did you say Nick? One. Oh, I'm I'm disheartened, beat. Nah. <laughs> one of me, one of me favourites of all time. One of all of our favourites of all time. The mighty, the mighty Morasco. 
Timmy, you there? All my time, boys. Yeah, yeah I, went, I went for an hour. Yeah, well, we've got we've got the what do you call him? The master of Kalgoorlie master or something? We got the master of the goldfields and uh, and old Timmy J. Yeah, trying in to... 2010, I was more focused on how to get out of school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, mate. All right, over to you, BJ. All right. Bringing it to the uh, to the current to the to the this, current day. The current day. Um, next question. Rev It Up has been beaten only once in four race starts. Name the horse that defeated her in the Crystal Slipper Stakes last November. This is going to be a long one. (laughs) Three, two, one. Hey, hey, can you just check your buzzer, um, Timmy? Make sure it's working. Buzzer check. Yeah, Tim. Okay, it's working. Yep. I remember it getting beat. I can't remember what it's called, though. Yeah, it was an LK Fernie runner. Nick? Yeah, I knew. It was a tough one, though. Man it was crush. a tough one, wasn't it? Man, Man crush. crush. I like the question, though, BJ. <laughs> I like it. We're bringing our A game. I thought oh, we yeah. had a, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. Here we go. Adam Durant leads the WA Metropolitan Trainers Premiership. Name the, car- the, name the trainer currently sitting second on the ladder. Oh, that'd be Simon Miller, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, we're, we're going to allow this one. Yeah. We're going to allow this one, but remember, we need you to buzz in with your name. Your name is ah, Nick. Yeah, ah, just sorry. those four letters. What if you could whack those out? So uh, look, we're going to. I'll just check with BJ. We're going to allow this one. We'll Timmy didn't uh, say his name in we'll this. Run, really we'll allow my it. Board, hey, boys, the answer. This is your last warning. Otherwise, you go in the naughty corner. Right? The answer is correct. Yeah, the answer. Simon A. Miller, and the gap is uh, getting very. It's getting very tight. It's a big effort. Seeing as I presume Simon's team would be about the third the size. Yeah. Was Nick yeah. in third? Sorry, Nick third. Nick Carapola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no, Nick- I'm, I'm the state's number one bridesmaid. I'll keep running second. <laughs> Here we go. All right. So Nick won. Tim is yet to score. Okay. Taj Dyson is the cousin of what successful Melbourne-based jockey? Oh. Oh. Three. Three. Two. One. And Taj Dyson is the cousin of Freddie Kersley. His BJ's is going to run out of questions here, lads. <laughs> okay. <laughs> here we go. Next question. Nick one, uh, Tim zero. Who is the trainer of popular great southern-based siblings, Long Knife and Long Knife Brother? Tim. Timmy. There's that well. It is. Des. 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 Good to see Des bring one to town yeah. this week, isn't it? LK Bro's flying as well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Could be a Maddie. Later. I only know that. I only know that because Kate had two rides for Des and a trial at Albany. The trial got scratched at the gates and the two race horses run last. Yeah. <laughs> they, they would have been. They <laughs> would have been Albany next start. So. Yeah. Des, been uh, stiff. Des, been is just, stiff. Des is just getting them ready, mate. Yeah, Don't worry about <laughs> Don't worry about He's got Des. a grand final in mind. Yeah. Come on, come all on, right. Tim. One all, Timmy and Nick. Okay. Name the horse chasing back-to-back wins in the Sky Racing Provincial Championship Series final this Saturday. Ooh. That is oh. a tough one. Hint. The horse is trained by Roy Rogers. Tim. Tim. Dark assault. That is correct. Two to Tim, one to Nick. 
and Roy will be telling anyone that listens that it'll be winning too. I guarantee it. <laughs> yeah, Roy, it's unlike Roy to tip one. That doesn't sound like a trainer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not Roy either. <laughs> All right, here we go. Star, Star Trade is a new addition to the Dan Morton Yard. Who was his previous Geraldton-based trainer? Timmy. Tim Anderson. That is correct. Timmy, you've done it. Bang, bang, bang. You've done it. Slow, well slow done, start. Well done. There. Slow, slow start. start there. He got moving late, though, didn't he? Oh, it looks like Kate's not getting any rides for the Carapalotti yard in Kalgoorlie. Nah, you might as well send the voucher to Carapalotti. I'll trade him. <laughs> I've got one from last week. When he's up here, he can go to the Monday. <laughs> Very good. Hey, congratulations, Tim. You are once again. The Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. That one hundred dollar gift voucher will be on its way. Um, that's two in a row. Uh, Nick Carapalotti, thanks for coming on the show, having a chat, and having a crack at the Mastermind. Ah, been a pleasure, boys. It's been nuts, but yeah, it's been it's been great. Real character is Nick, and thanks, mate. Um, good luck with uh, the Calgary racing season, and um, we might even see there's a chance back in town sooner rather than later. But. The champion, of course, is Timmy Gears. Timmy, congratulations, mate. Yeah, thanks, boys. And let's hope we can cut the weekend with Jack Star winning the provincial final. That'll be good. Yeah, it would actually. Very good. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, Tim. And, um, of course, we'll see you on next week's edition so you can try and make it a three-peat. Who have we got next week? Oh, jeez. Have you lined someone up yet? Jeez. You're setting us a task. Yeah, <laughs> just come on, mate. <laughs> And finished two minutes ago. But if uh, actually that, that's a good segue, actually, because we would like uh, some of our listeners to put up their hand and have, have a go. We need some new, a new blood, some some um, some new talent here on the uh, mastermind. So if you fancy your chances and are available on a Thursday morning or Thursday mid morning to have a go, uh, hit us up at the one one pod on Twitter and um, yeah, we'll get you involved. But Timmy, champion, next week you'll be going for three in a row. And uh, thanks again to you and to you as well, Nick Carapalotti. Good on you, boys. Thanks. Thanks, lads. Thanks, man. Okay, Terry, it is now time for the Crown Perth Handicap Race 5 of the day, 2.29 p.m. Okay, this is another graduation, 60-plus, and it's a 1,400-metre contest. Mm. Advanced, Michael, uh, Michael Grantham's first winner, wearing the famous Cerise and White of Peter's Investments, saluted... Uh, on a wet and wild day at Northern last Thursday. And then, of course, Devoted came out for Mickey Grantham and uh, Bob Peters and saluted Bang. at Belmont last Saturday. So they're off the mark, uh, Grantham and Peters. Mm-hmm. Two winners last week and Advance is uh, out to make it two on the bounce. I imagine he's well in the market. But there is a bit, bit of talent engaged in this race. So it'd be interesting discussion to see what your thoughts were, Terry. Yeah, I, I think the next – how many have we got to go? Five? Yep. The next five races are all really good discussion point races, actually. I'm sold on a couple that I want to be on, but this one of those races where I was actually looking forward to, to nutting it out. Mm. They're like a little bit of a nut here and there. And um, this is one of those. I think advanced – it's probably also one to look for in an early market sense. But it, that's to me, it's been over bet. Yeah. I was look. I'm still. I've still priced it in the twos, but definitely not this short of the twos it is now. But the win was great. Um, you do need to look at the fact a it won on its on the, the wet deck and b it beat um, Edmund. a Geraldton visitor. <laughs> what, so, and also looking at the numbers, Safiano has gone like eight or nine lengths faster than Benchmark yeah. early. So and everything that was near Safiano got dragged out of its comfort zone as well. Whereas Chris Parnham on advance was out the back. 
um, doing its own thing, having a like, much more economical yep. run. So and if you was beaten 11 lengths or something. And, and, and yeah. I, th- I think those other horses in front of it just couldn't pick up, its, pick up their feet. Yeah, 100%. So we see, think, we see think, Bob's often fine lengths. Um, oh, in saying that, this is a plain god. Um, in the wet as well, yeah. it's they really come into their own. So my point is, I, I think the the win was great, but I think it was in, in enhanced and inflated yep. by the, the race setup and the fact that a lot of those horses just just couldn't go late. I agree. There was good money around as well, which surprised me. I, I thought going into it as a horse, I actually wanted to look at taking on. I, I backed Sketter in that um, in that same race on the drift, um, but still, I, I'm going to respect the win. Yeah. Um, but the trial before it was only so so. It's run's last camp. Campaign. That was that was the thing that that trial behind she's enchanted. I was like, I was yeah, trying to work out why what, the money came. I was trying yeah. to work out was it there or wasn't it there? Like, what was it? So I was happy just to watch it go around first up, and mm. that's okay. Yeah, look, I I think it's the one to beat. It maps nice. I think it's got the gate speed as well, not to go back to last like it did last start. That was a barrier yep. related move, I'd suggest. But um, I don't know, just just a, a little bit of a, a risk at the price. In saying that, I don't really want to take it on too massively. Like it's it's the one I've still clearly got at the head of my market. Um, but you can make case for a few. And the horse I was hoping went up something silly, and it hasn't. Maybe late we will see something funny. Is pray again. Um, <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Too. Well. Just that trial, obviously, I think it'll stay in most people's memories, and that probably cost me a few bucks with comfort me, that trial staying in my memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but the trial was obviously uh, really nice. It was a horse that went great at Belmont Park last season. Um, there was a big gap. We had Brad Parnham on the, the Betfair Edge a few weeks ago, and I asked him why there was a gap between the trial and the race, and he didn't know. Yeah. So that was disappointing. So it would have been nice information to get a hold of. Um it, well, it was so-so. It was deep the trip. Um, but it, it, hardly it ever. hung badly. Yeah, it hung yeah. badly. So there are a few red flags there, but yeah. um, just on that trial and what we've seen, probably gains a horse with a potentially a bit of X factor. So I'll be monitoring Betfair late. I, I marked it around $7, but I'm not that excited about taking 10 you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just one if I always I always thought advance would be over bet. Following that yep. first up win coming to town, um, so Prey again was a horse that I was I was looking for as well. So mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe if we can get twelve dollars or something like that. Oh, yeah, if you can get an each way price, yeah. that'll definitely get me. As I said, I'm about seven bucks, so something in the teens each way will probably get me. So have you got um, you got my mate leading maybe uh, soft as butter for my mate yeah. out in front. If we get a leader by stay, which I, I, I'm not putting it. After watching Wednesday's racing, I'm not I'm not completely ruling out the fact we might get a day that suits those closer to the speed. So losing Lucy's a, a big negative for the yep. horse. They get along well, but uh, Vicky Corbett should be out in front, gets the three kilos handily. It's, if you're going to lose a senior for an apprentice, it's the type of ride you want it to be. Um, I thought I thought Jason Whiting and Pick Your Battles might go forward to Breeze on <clears> Saturday. Potentially. It was, My um, mate gets his soft as is, Exactly. Anything, and there's no real Breeze horse. So yeah. uh, Pick Your Battles had no luck at Pinjarra last start, uh, mm-hmm. never got – Never it's not sort, super never quick early though, like, so yeah. to get to the breeze, it probably uses a lot of it. And plus, I think the fourteen hundred will be right on its limit as well. Yeah. So they might be. Yeah. Who knows what they'll do there? But there is no breeze. There There's is no, no breeze. Source. I had Savage One. Yeah. It was breeze. either Savage One or Savage One handing up to something from coming across from wide. Yep. So, but um, but I mean, Testing Love's coming out of a pretty dominant midweek win. It was a good setup for it. Um, there was a couple of horses that. Um, the second horse I thought Scorpion Storms probably should have finished a lot closer. Yeah. So that again, and the leaders, the leaders all stopped dead there. Um, and above the pegs flying, but it's going to have to come from behind. Advanced, isn't it? Above so. the peg, I initially pegged as a horse. It would be better on speed leading. It'd be interesting to say. I doubt they will. I think they'll just go back. Um, understandably as well, but I. But they did a. They pulled a Swifty on us last week with Zafira. Well, I don't think they meant to with yeah. Zafira either. I think they just jumped so well. But I, <clears throat> I don't know. Not I a think, Swifty, but they got that bang on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But if this, 
I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't be um, – yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him right above the peg aggressively and landing the breeze because mm. uh, I think it looks a nice horse um, from either end. From what we've seen, and now that uh, I, just don't know, I just don't know if it can go back behind advanced and, and these other ones and, and testing love and pray again. And It can do, yeah. but it puts itself in the same race as all them. But in saying that, you're learning about the horse as well, so they probably want to learn about it up to 1,400 being yep. ridden quietly. Yeah, I thought, I thought now that it's sort of deeper into its prep, they might be a bit more prepared to – to uh, roll the dice with it, so potentially, yeah, yeah, exactly right. But no, I'm with you. Uh, let's look at Betfair late. Let's hope Advance stays tight in the market. But the price is at the moment. Yeah, it's nine bucks across the board. Pray yeah. again. That's above my mark, but I'm not dying to be on. Look, I I, I do think Advance will probably win the race. Yeah. That win, albeit it was the perfect setup, it was pretty arrogant, and it was a nice win. But there's a few queries, and I'm not going to take two dollars forty when I got a few queries. So. What what will you? What would get you for Advanced? I marked it two ninety initially, wobbled it into two fifty. So I'm still sort of working with the market. It, that I, basically, this was a race where I've got I rate every market I do with a confidence level. Mm -hmm. This was low, okay, because I, I didn't know how to market alongside it all. As you said, I think the win was embellished big time, and but I also still think that it's going to be very hard to beat. You see, you see what I mean? So yeah. I think yes, it's un, probably unders, but I still think it's the one that's going to. Get the chocolates. Yeah, um, I, agree, I agree with all that. I think so, I think it's the one that's going to win. Except I don't really want to be on it at sub yeah. two fifty. So let's see um, what Betfit. It's a yeah. to be honest, it's a great day for yeah. when you don't want to dive into one early. It's a great day to have a look on Betfit. Like you say something silly. Testing Love gets out to twenty five to one each way. That then pray again starts at seven bucks. I'm yep. like, oh, you know what? I might look at Testing Love mm. at something. You, Betfair does wild things, and it, it's um yeah, it allows you to to have a bet. So hope Advance starts dollar seventy or three dollars fifty. Starts three fifty. I might be on. Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be like, like Terry will be circling around pray again late and hopefully we can get double mm -hmm. figures and maybe an each way go there for uh, pray again. Got a got a bit of time for this fellow. I reckon he's a nice horse. Appreciate back to Belmont. Bit of a sting out of the ground. I reckon whatever was troubling him first up, the way that he hung, I'm, I'm got faith that Neville, uh, Neville Parnham and the team will have straight, straightened him out. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm with you. I'll stick. I'll, I'll go with you there. It's the only one over my odds. Race six, the tab touch. Be better at life handicap over the 1,600 metres. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> 1,600 metres. We uh, What do we got here, Terry? Oh, Kame. Nightmares. Oh, sends shivers mm. down my spine. Kame, mm. uh, Kiryu, Sue, Olive. Should get the gun run from two. But um, fellow three-year-old Galactic Storm, who was third in, a, in the Zafira, the Velvet Queen race last Saturday on the quick backup, CJP, Adam Durant dropping in weight as well. And quite a few um, experienced, seasoned, older horses um, make this an interesting mix, interesting blend, this mile 66-plus guru. Yeah. Um I'm $2.85 KMA, so it's it's going to be the bet for me. I've got her leading. I hope they go in with the right intent and just say there's no other leader in this race. Let's just own it and lead it. Mm -hmm. One really well, sitting outside, wore him um, from the breeze um, four starts ago and then two starts ago was outside, special view on that crazy tempo and only getting grabbed late. Last start, it effectively led the race behind great power and – um, special view when yep. it went wild. Yep. So I think if she can just control this, Kira and Kame, um, just a little bit more uh, patiently. Like for it to be there in the finish last start against Pickles and Euro was quite incredible considering the amount of work it did. Like it should have probably folded a little bit easier. So yep. um, as long as it hasn't taken too much uh, pain from that run, I think it, it's kind of, kind of two gut buses in a row, really. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yep, yep. As long as it uh, hasn't taken too much pain, I think from a speed map point of view, it's, it's definitely the one to beat. The funny thing for me here is I'm too, as I said I'm, I've got it sub three dollars. That's that's bare bones price. I know that, but um, when you get one who I think is going that well with such a good map, 
I always like to price them aggressively and Galactic Storm is a bit like Via Monte earlier I talked about, just continue to take it on and usually we've been pretty successful in doing so. Galactic Storm is one I've been pretty happy to continue to take on and I I think uh, I think CJP will go uh, breeze, right back Breeze oh nah you reckon nah, nah I think it's with the relation to Superstorm I'm, I don't know maybe if the track's playing that way you might go forward but I I'm of the impression they'll look at this as an opportunity instead of drawing a good gate and muscling up to be the back of the speed yeah. they'll see this as an opportunity to drop out to last and come wide and really try and rattle that's how I think they'll yeah. view it um, but I could be wrong could be wrong. Uh, if they go forward to the Breeze, your beauty, uh, that's even more reason I want to be on KMA because yeah. I think it doesn't step all that well, Galactic Storm. So while KMA will, will cruise to the top, Galactic Storm will have to use X amount of its fuel early doors to get to the Breeze. So, um, look, either, either way, if KMA holds its form from last night, I think KMA is the one to beat. As I was going to say before, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon Galactic Storm, it already has been the target of some money. I reckon Galactic Storm will be backed seven days, three-year-old against the older horses, already at, they dropper. like backing it, weight dropper. Yeah. Um, I, I reckon I'll see better on the day KMA, just about, than what I'll see now. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty confident I'll see better on the day KMA than what I see now. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping, maybe I'm hoping to some degree. Um, but, uh, yeah, Galactic Storm gives me the, the feel of a horse that will be heavily, heavily, heavily backed. Um, and I think we can win this race on map. So, K May for me, BJ, $4 plus is, uh, is plenty. Yeah, K May for me as well. I actually think the, um, the danger could be, Act of God. Oh, no, no, I thought you were going to say our other one we were just discussing off here before. Who was that? Minus, Minus Looks. Looks. <laughs> well, Minus Looks has gone better than Acting God. Oh, there's two. Yeah, well, I mean, he's flying, isn't he? I can't believe the it's job. trust that, issue, isn't it? I can't believe the job that Gary Delane's done with Minus. Yeah. Like, both Minus and Lord Help Me Run in this race are two ex-Wolf runners. And, Go um, back to its win um, at Jero 3 back. It's beaten um, Savage 1, who's yeah. gone real good against Above the Peg last start. It's yeah. also beaten Corn Cobb. Um, who's obviously running very good races, beat the star trade, who we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, so the form is very good in his last and that, start. That, that it, probably, it probably should have won, but oh, maybe he not should have won, but it, it, go, it gets closer if he doesn't get held up. So from a map point of view, you could just that about- was a pretty good race too, wasn't mate, it? The Snipper Richie race? Yeah. yeah, and it's rated very high. You could just about chuck Minus looks on the back of Kamo here. You probably do. Yeah. And Kamo gives a big kick into the straight. I thought, I thought Minus has been, they've been, he's been enjoying just sort of three backish, but you might be right. Could be, could be box Depends eating. how, it, mm. what Kamo might have, what, Kieran and Kamo might have the opportunity to do here is really crawl along, mm. um, which and, might, then, and then ramp it up. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have to turn this into a as insane that I don't want to walk them too much because Kamo's proven it can handle a reasonable tempo. She's tough. There, She's so. real tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I said, I don't think it's one that's going to be completely walloped in betting. So like last week, you didn't really want to be on leaders. You can probably get a feel for that and wait for the day, I think, just because mm. there'll be galactic store money. Yeah. I did, with in regards to acting God, uh, I thought that the first up run was was really good. Just got dragged back at the wrong time, hit the line hard. The late splits were there. Three wide with cover, um, got the job done over a uh, slightly unlucky said no one ever, Terry. And mm. um uh, just, just like the way he fought it out there with 59. Coming forward off that, drops three kilos with a soft map. I think Acting God's a top three chance for sure. I really like the progression of this fellow. Looked like a bit of a nonny early, and we have a no more nonnies policy mm. <laughs> here at the 1-1. One -one. Yeah. But uh, he's starting to 
put it put it together. Playing gods are flying. Four year old now. I think acting gods just just ready to start hitting his straps. So with the map and the third up in his prep, I think acting acting god is a genuine uh, top three chance in this race. Yeah, bit of a gift last start though, yeah. wasn't it? When it landed on the back of the three wide line, then Zadar Rock reefed the brakes on, which I don't understand why. Um, I think its strength is rolling and marching out in front, especially when I'm on the leader's back horse and I wanted it to roll and march so I could pop off. Dear so uh, that would have been a result. Um, reliable. Rel- Reliable Star resumes as well for uh, Adam yeah. Durant. Goes um, super fresh too. Yeah. Absolutely super fresh. Last uh, at, Towards the end of last preparation, we're in second to Pure Devotion, second to Pure Devotion, and then second to Black Shadow. Pure Devotion and Black Shadow best, uh, both went on to race in the Perth Cup. Pure Devotion finishing fourth. Uh, Black Shadow came off a one of the lead-up victories as well. So all that Reliable Star form, even though she's been beaten um, in the market, was really strong at the time, has uh, been trialled twice by Zephan, Johnston Porter, brother, mm. so ZJP, brother of CJP. So um, uh, got a couple of trials under its belt, Reliable Star, but you imagine from gate nine of 10, that's just going to be drifting back and running oh, it'll on. it be a cold ride, yeah. Cold ride, running yeah. on. But yeah. I think the key thing with it is just look at its, um, all that form's great, but you just got to look at its first up runs. And it probably should have beaten Eurasia from memory. I haven't got this in front of me. It should have beaten Eurasia. Um, Two preps ago. Mm-hmm. And then last last time at one first up, this is something that it won't say in the form guide. Pikey got up on the fence with it. Pretty sure that day the fence was absolutely horrid. All day session won the last. Um, that's how I remember that day. <laughs> the one thing- That was Brad, wasn't it? Yeah, the one yeah. thing that's different here, because as I said, it usually puts in a big one fresh. The one thing that's different here is that it's had the extra 1,450 meter trial. So whether that's taken a bit of that freshness and that sting out of the legs, I don't know. But uh, a lot for that style of horse, a lot needs to go right. And again, I'm just happy to back the mapped horse here, which is KMA. That was Mar- got up on the fence to be Marley's. Marley's, First that's up, right. 13, yeah, Marley's and Saturday Sun. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, won't you come? Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. So we're both uh, in alignment here with with KMA, um, and a bit of the jury is a little bit out with Galactic Storm. So we'll see. Um, I think we're both looking towards um, taking it, it on. Win. It can just, win. Yeah. I it just it's just always under the odds. It's a horse that's been given um, a lot more credit in the market than I think it's probably earned or due at this stage. And they're the type of horses I love to pick up on early and look to take on where you can. Okay. All right. So we're moving forward to race seven. Here we go. This is what we want. The free entry to Belmont Park handicap. Still not charging. Still not charging. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Um, 2,000 metres, ratings 66 plus. We got 14 plus an emergency. Old Proxy couldn't quite squeeze its way into the field just yet. Tell you what, it changes the race if it does. Yes, it sure does. Changes mm-hmm. the map. But I actually thought there was quite a fair bit of speed in this race. Yeah, it, it changes it. It, doesn't, it won't change how I probably view the race because none of the speed I'm too keen on. So, um, well, we got speed through special view. Yeah. Um, Barra Magic can go forward, but it's not necessarily early speed. Aragain yep. likes to be there. General Gantz. Aragain will sit these days, yeah. I think. General yeah. Gantz likes to be there. Bold success with outside leader in one the other day. Ground break has been going forward, but that's been more situational, I think. And, Just learn how and, to jump suddenly. And Dude Man Bro um, can can definitely go forward as Probably well. Probably go back Shadow Girl, but it's a chance of rolling forward. Rolled yeah, I sort, of, I sort of thought Shadow Girl might be leading up a three wide line yep. or something like that. Yeah. Yep. It's Jason's role quite often, isn't it? Yeah. You often find him leading up a three wide yeah, line. He's not scared. The fish, no. no. Get into it. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a good race. I, I was, um, yeah, it's, it's a great race. Senior on special view. I'm, 
Yeah, Session yeah. View is the reason you can look at a horse off speed here because it will not get 2,000. It's not going that well. Um, yeah, Special Few is- I think it's actually going well. <laughs> I think it's but just going so, so. I don't, I don't, it's I think probably it's, a better horse. I think it's been, it's been set, been being set a task recently. Yeah, it has been. I think it's being set a task at 2,000 as well. Maybe, so. but it's 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 two, last two miles have been not very economical from no. my point of view, yeah. It's going to need a massive leader device today. And yeah, I'm just up to the 2,000. Just a lot against it for me. So I'll, I'll be looking at, at a speed map that allows those off speed uh, to come into it. You can, I mean, you can make a case for so many of these. I'll, I'll quickly roll through them. General Grant um, gets the the wider gate, which we, we think is a positive, but it's, there's no obvious map for it. Um, it could well find a spot, but how close is it to its mark? I don't know. It, it just might be a winner. That's the thing with General Grant. Piccola Signora keeps getting into races with no weight. Now carries some weight up to the 2000. I don't think the 2000 is an issue, but I reckon this will be four back the fence type thing. And I reckon she is due some bad luck as well. I think she's very close to her mark-ish now. Uh, might have another win in her or so. Barra Magic um, was gifted one last start. I'll take it on with Brad hopping off. Uh, Atlanta Speech will be popular. It's head of my market. Um, I, I really like it as a horse. I like it off the seven days as well. It's it's always been touted as a horse. It'll stay and blah, blah, blah. But they often need one at the staying journey. So I'm, look, I'm 360, so at four, but I'm actually surprised. I thought it'd be a little shorter. Yeah. Um, so look, Atlanta's Beach is, is, is probably the one. It's probably gonna be very popular, but um, just from barrier 12, you, you, you still need things to go right. And it's its first go at the staying journey. So I just, I have some minor reservations, but it's definitely um, the head of my market. Sluice Box and Sean McGrady team up again, which is a huge thing. I thought this was the one that would be missed. It's eight bucks. I thought I might see 20. Yeah, we just just needed, just needed, didn't have to poke through late like it did. No, he just had, just, to, just had to be caught. I don't, think, easy, yeah. I don't think Troy and the horse got along all that well. I don't, the, the Jarrow Cut run was a funny one. Very stop-starty. I, I think Sluice Box's best runs are three wide line moving into it from the six. And Sean McGrady, what he did last prep was about 13th up and this time it's about 11th up um no but it is it, it, pr it proves that it can go well deep into a campaign yeah so it can definitely win the race whether you want it a bit wetter or whatnot i don't know but um yeah sluice box is one that can win but i again i thought it would be significantly longer without reason keeps running the same race i don't think it, it wins from 15 Aragain is going super super um, from barrier two could be a little negative because i watched that replay again last night oh, which, I'm, which I'm sure yeah. you have many times yeah i just don't get it how how i don't know uh, photos haven't liked me recently. Got one actually. Got one. What was it? Oh, the Admiral on the Drift. That yeah. was probably the only photo I've got in recent times, I reckon. Um, it's, it's turned. I'll have a good win. The wheels turned. Yeah, the wheels. <laughs> When's the next at York? Um, <laughs> Aragain uh, is going super. Chrissy Parr. Just the worry for me is it might be two or three the fence here. Um, if Aragain doesn't get the right cut into it, it's not going to out sprint other horses. Um, if, if it's lining up and other ones are off and going, Aragain's a good stayer, not a sprinter. Mm -hmm. So um, I just worry that if one's a little bit of traffic from it to the back of special view, that might not be the spot to be. Bold success, I don't think jumps all that well, so it ends up behind him. I worry where it, I worry where it ends up in the run. Probably looks. You don't want it, you don't want it on the fence, do you? No, no, I definitely don't want it in the fence whatsoever. Um, Groundbreaker, this is how many horses are genuine chances. Like this is this is the best part about this race. Groundbreaker, its last two wins have been against nothing, but they have been really good, effortless victories. They've been over eighteen hundred. This is only a rise 200 metres. Um, big one. That's a really significant weight drop from mm. 59 and a half to 54. It's really good placement here, I think. Um, interesting to see. I think they'll, they've got to use this early speed and continue to roll and try and find a spot forward to midfield. But if it doesn't jump, you know it goes pretty well. Um, rearward too. So it, it's a big watch. And yeah. it's one, I think that's the one Brad went off about 
18, 19 bucks, I think, um, Groundbreaker. Mm-hmm. That might have been one that was pretty good value this morning. But uh, And our final horse, you don't often see Adam Durant place them out of their grade, but he's got a 60 grader and a 66 plus. Sunsphere had the blinkers going, BJ, last start, first time in its 14 start career. And it was huge. Yeah. It was absolutely huge. It got backed into favoritism, um, had no luck in the run. And, and one thing I've learned, especially watching Phenomenal Anomaly, beat bloody Secret Pearl, who was on yesterday, um, as soon as these Adam Durant horses are fit and get up to the this type of journey, especially when they're right down the minimum, even though it's out of its grade. I don't know if this, they does, are, it, does this meet the uh, Pete McCormick, Adam Durant staying theory? What's that? I don't know if it does. Usually, usually they're the ones that he's got ownership in but this is a ted van heemp source so yeah. i don't know if it necessarily ticks all the boxes for the pete mccormick staying theory but uh i'll keep you posted what's his what's the theory it was something like adam durant horses over a certain distance uh four-year-olds over a certain distance and they have and he has to have like and usually he's in the ownership of the horse so yeah okay um, yeah i think he i think he shared it with us on a podcast once, yeah so, righto yeah well but, i'll um, tell you what there is yeah it would be interesting to see what the index cards have to mate say. there isn't a better trainer of stayers or horses once they get up to this trip it's got to be fit as a fiddle now mm. and as the blinkers went on and that was just such a big difference for Sunsphere. This is a horse that's beaten Tina Kutu over a mile in the past <laughs> or 1,400 in the past. Um, well, that third placing behind Power Rider at Andrew Mina, great yep. race about it. Power Rider. Went leap, super that day. Uh, Sluice Box was in that same race. Yep. Um, it's down a kilo and a half on that while Sluice Box is down – Three and a half, so it's it's a, not a huge, but it's just basically. Long story short, it's a great race. I think Atlantis Beach is the one to beat, but you um yeah you can find some value around it, but maybe the four dollars is the value. It's it's a good. I'm just so open to what, how what path I'm going to go down still. So yeah, I've got I've got a lot of belief in Atlantis Beach. Uh, three wide cover the other day, peeled and just just got the job. I thought he was just getting warmed up late in the race. Uh, admittedly, Sluice Box was pretty unlucky. So um, one thing I'll say about that race, sorry, I, I agree. I think when I first saw this, and, and I'm looking at the four dollars now, and I, I still. I'm still working it through in my own mind, but it's the type of what you think, do we just keep taking this price and keep on um, just follow the progression of a horse getting yep. there? There's a bit of meat here because of the fact I've just mentioned so many horses that are in this market. Yeah. Um, the only thing about that win, and it was a great win, is it was the whole three-wide line. Yeah. You know? I know the Fox was gone yeah. um, at the top of the straight, or gone maybe – 200 to go, it's kicked back to run second. So I worry I worry about the strength of the form in that victory to some degree, but I'm with you. It's, it looks progressive. It, it, it looks only, a really nice weight drop to barely go up in class. Yeah, and it's just – he's only had – that was his seventh start in a race the other day. Mm-hmm. He's only uh, – Do you subscribe to the fact they need to run over – because I usually think they, yeah, need, yeah, they, they yeah. need to run over the journey. Yeah. It's part of the learning process to some degree. Um, and that was to be only, honest with you, I was, was just a, ho- I was just hoping this went up two sixty, yeah. so I could just bet around it. But now I'm at a I'm going. Oh, to be honest, it's probably a good race for me. The not the, to the, de- the depth of the race has certainly impacted that. It's a cracker, um, but but for me, I, I just want to follow this horse. Um, I just thought that I can't get that other one sun run out of my head where he ran second, pushed wide, shunted, and just kept coming. Um, got the job done, um, which we expected him to last Saturday. This is another step up. This is another different assignment, but I think Atlantis Beach is a horse who's capable of um, of handling whatever they throw at him on Saturday. General Grant is flying for SJ Miller, real stayer. Um, yeah, I just don't know where he's going to get. He's got the um, – but, yeah, the way that he's been carrying weight and showing determination in his races means that he has to be a factor as well. Uh, but for me, I think this is – I'm going to be going again, Elite uh, Atlantis Beach. Going again? Yeah, going again. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might be. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think I'm surprised without reason hasn't hasn't got me again for like the to oh. 33 starts, probably the 30. Third time. This is so. another one. It'll be great to see Betfair late. <laughs> what what this does here. Atlanta Beach last week was everyone wanted to be on. And it yep. got absolutely walloped uh, on Betfair and on every every platform. Um, that annoys me, by the way. A bit of a bugbear of mine is when right. do you know just before a race and they go, "Oh, this one's been extremely well supported on table." It's actually been really well supported all across the board. It, everyone follows the exchange. And they're all they, they don't just get backed on one platform. Like the, the, have you heard that from the race caller or whoever's running yeah, yeah, from yeah, Sky? Yeah, yeah. Like they still say that, but it's, everything is backed across the board continuously. It just annoys me. They still, this day and age, like it, that's just it's an, never that's, just- That's just an old saying from the bookies ring the days. Of, no, but then know. they start to, oh God, and it, oh, it's been backed on New South Wales. Oh, and it's been backed here as well. It's been backed at, but yeah, it's, if it's backed someplace, it's backed every place. Like, it's not just one place. Oh, geez. Didn't it wobble a bit late? Atlantis? Yeah. Oh, I- Think there might have been some 340, 350. I think mm-hmm. Betfair SP was 280. Yeah, okay. Right, yeah. Yeah. I think sure it was. Yeah, no, I'm trying to work out. I, 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 I backed for a syndicate. I mean, I just took it in the morning yeah. and I took Betfair SP and it was two. Well, Betfair SP was, was under two three bucks. Okay. Yeah. Oh. But I think there was some threes or so. But I mean, yeah. It depends what you it depends what you wanted. But um, yeah, interesting what this market does, BJ. Potentially it might not be as firm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I don't know. Though. I think there's just there's too, too many forces. Yeah, too many forces. Whereas the other day it just stood out like the proverbial. So yeah, um, I think there's there's two like what we outlined in the preview of the race. There's just so many different horses that can mm-hmm. will be will be uh, wanting pieces of the market. So good map. I think even though it's drawn twelve, um, that doesn't matter because it drew five last week and ended up second last, third last. Yeah. Twelve doesn't matter, and plus as. With my map, I've got special view stopping at the yep. two thousand, which means it should leaders bring, compound, should bring yeah. them in. Yeah, yep. you just the worry is that a horse like General Grant Aragon, they're often going, and you're coming from too far back. But that's why that's what Belmont gives you the opportunity to um to grab them. So, yeah, okay, <sighs> that was tiring. Race eight is this one could be even more tiring. Sky Channel Provincial oh. Championship Series Final hundred thousand dollars forty hundred meter race with uh, it's a rating sixty plus. Um, and we've got the last two, the previous two winners of this race are engaged as well. Yep. Dark Assault and Power of St. George, Terry. Mm. Uh, big field here, 16 runners plus the four emergencies, a couple of interesting emergencies there who could add some real interest to the race if they happen to squeeze into the field there in garage days and um, life or uh, for a life. But um, the provincial circuit is where you do some of your very finest work, Terry. So I'll let you take the lead here. What's uh, what, the country's here. Yeah. <laughs> This is a uh, this is a slight step up. Um, yeah, no, this is a, uh, a very interesting race. I did this one first because I knew if I did it last, I'd give it the short shrift. BJ, mm-hmm. um, so I did this race uh, at the beginning of the uh, the assault, the dark assault of this meeting. That's not what I've come up with. Sorry, dark mm-hmm. assault. Uh, I think dark assault was actually really good. Um, first up uh don't i just don't know if if barrier one is gonna suit it as well especially brad rawilla from one i love when brad's rolling into the race on the bend yeah i'm um, coming from three or so the fence he's yeah don't have full trust in brad in that sense um but a lot of these the thing that really caught me bj was that a lot of these won't get the 1400 all that strongly um i don't know about bourbon bow at the 1400 i don't know about dunbar especially from that gate at the 1400. star present has been doing all of its best racing at 1200. jay the joker it's a stretch jake star um stellar fair is good for the 14. um yeah basically just 
roll down. I think I think a lot of them, sort of the 1,400 might see them out. So I think there's enough speed uh, in this race to sort of uh, broaden the horizons, maybe look for one off speed. I think Counter Drive, Stella Fair, Jag the Joker. Sneaky Fox will all race prominently. Um, Dunbar from the widest gate, do they just roll across with the Pontiff on top or do they go back? Uh, maybe how the day is playing to that point in time will determine that. But there's, yeah, there's enough speed in this. So I, I think... And these finals, when you get all these horses uh, set up for a hundred thousand dollar race, it can be a bit of aggression pre-turn as well. So yep. it, it can suit, as we saw with Paris and George's win and Dark Assault's win in the last two years. Bj, they've come from well back yep. to win the race, so it can suit a horse uh, off speed. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm going to forgive the toppy. I think it's the best horse in this race. Um, it just travelled too keenly. A return with the elevated heart rate. I, I don't. I don't know if it was going to get past Warm and Fuzzy, but it laid in and Warm and Fuzzy laid out and Lacto couldn't ride it out properly. And also, straight. Warm, there was a big mid-race acceleration from Warm and Fuzzy yeah. as well, which and sort just of just, just kind of cooked Double Spice in the breeze. So. I prefer Double Spice with cover as well. And I think, as I said, a few of those I just mentioned um, – uh, one of them will go forward. I think either a Sneaky Fox, a Jake Star could be caught sneaky out. Sneaky Fox is Dunbar. Like, sneaky Fox is going forward. It's got three wide a line. You'd think so. One of those do. I yeah. think there's going to be a nice spot for Double Spice to land ahead of all the sitting sprinters. Mm -hmm. uh, your Speed Dreams, your Paris and Georges, your Bourbon Bows, et cetera, et cetera, um, and get a little head start on those. If you look at every run it's had for Neil Della before that, they've been huge. Like it won, it beat Crystal Dame before it went on that winning streak, um, and it was nearly. Like, it was unlucky when winning. Um, it won really softly in the country a couple of times. And the only two losses, once um, Cassie Martinen at the time hadn't rode a winner and the horse wasn't given much of a chance that day. And the other one was when Jet Stanley led and was grabbed by Aracity, who made that form look really good at his yeah, next couple. Yeah, that was quite good, doesn't so, it? So, Lactar sticks. He probably would have had the choice between it or Balladier, I'd suggest. Um, Balladier was a bit unlucky last start. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the money came hard. Where there's smoke, there's fire. We're getting 10 bucks each way so um yeah for me it's it's double spice each way i mark double spice in the fours so um yeah, i was about 450 double spice so this is each way um all day for me bj you're gonna go with let me just guess paris and george no oh good actually. i would have upset i don't know why i just feel like everyone's gonna be on paris and george do you think I'm, i thought I'm, had every chance last start and it's yeah. a quir it can win don't get me wrong it can definitely win but yeah just, I think it's I'm a funny upset. horse. Sparrows oh, it's them. just a, it's a very frustrating horse to follow. Um, I can, I can't look past Long Knife Brother. Surely, <laughs> actually, Long Knife Brother it's is flying. Are you serious? It's, it's actually flying. flying. Yeah. We have no idea how well it, it's going. It's, if this was a country championship final, I'd consider it. I just yeah. don't think it measures up against the provincial. Horses. I know what you're saying there, but it's got no way. It's flying. It can't. It doesn't. Do you know how it does its best racing? Just three no, three wide. Yeah, three no. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll probably be four no here. I reckon, but. If, if it's a day where the rail is cooked and the best line is the four white line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's actually well, that's, flying. Uh, Pete Antonitz land, isn't it? It's, it's, real, a, real. it's just, yeah, he loves it out there, doesn't he? <laughs> Maddie Derrick and Pete Antonitz absolutely love it out there. He, um, yeah, he he's fine. LKB. I'll be having something on LKB. I will be hoping it gets to $100 plus and all pretty So the, on, yeah. the horse that makes the most sense to me is um, Stella Fair, really. I mean, the. Um, Gets the wins the Geraldton Heat uh, heading into this, um, and then runs a, a good breezes, and then runs a good third behind Blow Me Out, and that was a that was a race that included Stipperucci minus looks. I think that forms pretty good. And from six, you can just, it just feels like CJP is just going to have this horse really well positioned up, up on top of the speed. I don't necessarily think he'll want to lead. 
And I don't. I think there's. Gonna I think be it's so- a far better horse leading. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. I, the way I saw this, and the reason I give Stella Fair a chance is because the other leaders quickly counter drive. I think it can be quicker than early. Yeah. Jag the Joker up to the fourteen hundred. I reckon they might tell Taj to sit, and Sneaky Fox up to the fourteen hundred. I reckon there's a chance that Roy will say, "Let's try and be a little bit more." Defensive. So from there, there aren't many other horses that'll take up the running. So yep. that's that's for me is Stella Fair's best chance. But um, yeah, I agree. Its last run was good. Yeah. All all I'll say about Stella Fair is it has been placed to perfection. The yeah. win at York it beat Family Connection. The win at Ascot was really good over Gold Merits. Yeah. Cleared out five lengths to third. Um, they went back in the Abrolhos where it was so so behind Corn Cob, and then it came out and led when Significant Hero um, took a lot of ground off it late in a very small little weak Geraldton race. So. Yep. It's just been placed really uh, well. It does but. look well placed again, though. Like just like if it drew, if it drew what uh, ten plus, I wouldn't be that keen. But from from uh, if the emergencies come out, who have we got there? They've drawn low as well. So yep. garage days and life for life come out. So that means Stella Fair jumps from four. If they do grab hold of Jack the Joker and Stella Fair can find the front, then um, that's also I probably want to be out. But I definitely. Um, I definitely want to make a case for the stablemate of Double Spice, Belladier. I know that Double Spice was a better run than it at Pinjara in that heat, but I just I just thought Belladier was steaming at Kalgoorlie the other day, <laughs> absolutely steaming. Brad Parnham. Come on, Lecter. Brad, Brad Parnham yeah, goes yeah. on. I just think it's just going to be well positioned and hmm. like with a genuine speed on, just traveling. And if it gets gaps, it's going to it's going to be in the finish somewhere, Belladier. I'm with you. So, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. got gate speed too. He didn't yeah. have last start, didn't have to go back to last. Lecter's just taken a hold from the widest gate when. Kalgoorlie, and you would think with Lactar's experience at Kalgoorlie, you'd know it's a three-wide line track, not a go-back-to-last-on-the-fence track. So, geez, I was upset at that. When it got out, <laughs> it, was, it was only just going to work home, and then he sort of gave it, gave it a bit of a nudge, and it just went, shoo, mm. like the last sort of hundred. You could like, just – it was humming. Yeah. It was proper humming, so. It's obviously well and in, in, yep. in, in a good space. So it should have won the other day. And um, I just think with Brad Parnham on board, cuddled up from eight in a genuine tempo, if it sees – Sees daylight could be thereabouts as well, but um, yep. yeah, yeah. Well, there that I actually wanted to Dutch the pair of them, but yep. there was yeah, it's it's fourteen dollars, thirteen dollars. It depends if it gets out a little bit further, which it might do. This is one of those races where yeah, anything can happen. Bet field do wild things late. Yeah, um, but yeah, the be- the best form reference is probably the speed dream form reference as well. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's just about trust with speed dream. Isn't it? Well, I trust, I, I trust speed dream, but from it's yeah. it's, it's gonna yeah, like, uh, speed dream's always gonna try. It's always about, I mean, trust to win. Even last start when it got to the front, it didn't want to be there for long. You could tell on the line. I don't know. And that's both its wins have been at Northern as well. But, yeah, it's – From 18, it's going to take a um, pretty special sort of – That could just about be a winning map if it does turn into a mess out in front, you know, as well. Sometimes it's not a total negative to be drawn – Horribly, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a good competitive race. Yeah, it is. You're going to get your price, like you're going to get your price with whatever you like. We haven't mentioned a lot of horses. Bourbon Bow is going super. If it gets the fourteen hundred, you're probably going to see forty dollars each way late. Mm-hmm. Star Present is it, it's hard to knock how well it's it's racing at the moment. Jake Star sat deep the trip, winning um, at Kalgoorlie. We're talking like, dominant, we, we really. like but we like Balladier, and it's probably going to go around longer than it's twenty to one um, on the day. Significant Hero is chewing ground off Stella Fair, and I'd say that Tony Scully has kept this because this horse goes better fresh. So I'd say he's kept this fresh on purpose off the 30 days yep. um, to attack this. Long Knife Brother will go around $100 plus and it's it's motoring. Rocky Path loves Belmont. Mm. Um, gets wide, it lets down, but it's a KB. It's hard old horse to catch mm. Rocky Path. Dark Assault, as I said, it's, there's nothing wrong with what it's doing. It'll land through the fence one this race last year. So you can make cases for a lot of these. Yeah. 
Good race. Good race. Some good betting race to finish. Double spice each way for me. All right. So um, I'm going to be having something on Stella Fair and what was the other one I said? Long Knife Brother. Oh, no, Balladier. Balladier. Yeah. Uh, LKB at any old price. Yeah. So. All right. Be rude not so. Geez, how would we feel not having something on um, – Oh, that's the old York alarm. How do you feel if LKB came to town and didn't have anything on? <laughs> You'd have to give up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, BJ, it's now time for the Get Out Stakes. S-T-E-A-K-S. And uh, who are they proudly brought to us by? And what a week for them to proudly bring us the race of the day as well. Yeah. It's a cracker, isn't it? It is a very good race. Get into that. But first and foremost, the Get Out Stakes is proudly, proudly brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located out at the Kenningvale Markets on Banners Road. Timmy Hewitt runs the show, swing pass, say good day. Timmy and his team will look after you 100%. Timmy uh, thought he might win, win his own get-out stakes last week with featherweights, but stiff. Uh, stiff, not a bad run, all the same. But uh, the winner was actually Sabina Wheelow. So Sabina, a first-time get-out stakes champion. Um, Sabina was... The, she ended up with the exact winning margin, 0.09 lengths. Should be a double. I reckon. Oh. It probably should be a double Come if on, you get me. the exact margin. Mm. We'll run that past. Who won it? The last? Uh, McCanto. Yeah, especially it should be like if you get the exact margin, it's not the favourite. Well, okay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's a radio it's we're very popular this week. If it yep. wins, there's so many more chances for the exact margin and for the, the prize to go off. Interesting. Anyway. Interesting concept. Shut up, Terry. Um, anyway, so, but there was a couple of punters who had Macanto by 0.11 length. That's so stiff. they've uh, they've got rolled in the get out by 0.02 of a length. <sighs> but, uh, Sabina, too strong. Hope you enjoy that gourmet beef package from Market City Meats, the best in the business. So, did anybody have cross statement protest? Because <laughs> that would have been that, that would have been worthy of a double up. <laughs> Actually, what would happen in the get out stakes if there was closest like, to zero point zero zero? I reckon the protest closest to zero point zero zero. The lowest number. That's going to happen one day. And it's going to the lowest. It's going to be, it's going to be an issue. the lowest. It has to be the lowest because it, it actually lost the race, so it effectively there's no margin. So it has to be the closest to zero. Okay. Yeah, right, that'll get us one day. But mm. um, all right, we'll wait for that day to come around. Now we enter <laughs> this week's Get Out Stakes race nine at Belmont. Uh, send us a tweet at the one one pod. Let us know who you think will win the lucky the Get Out race nine this Saturday. And uh, don't forget the Sam White rule, Terry. First in best dressed. First in best dressed. Uh, yeah, no, really good, really good horse race. It's actually a bit of a shame um, for me. Well, it depends. A lot of people might have a different mindset, mm. but it's, I would almost love to see it's Radio not here because it's yeah. such a good betting race outside of it. But um, I'll just jump straight to the point. I do think it's Radio is uh, what I saw first up. And you might go, oh, geez, Lever took ground off it late or this or that. Like it had the tactical speed to pop out, follow Zebel going quicker than benchmark, get Without cover pre-band, like it popped out underneath reflectivity pre-band. Like it's, it's the win of just such a professional, really good racehorse. Um, yeah, it's it's very hard to see him getting beaten with that style of racing and what he can do. Um, I really like timely outbursts as a clear second elect here, and I think it can land right maybe on the back of timely outburst or very close to timely outburst. 
it's not impossible it's a radar even lands in the breeze here because there isn't all that much speed. Um, excellent dream. Looks to be jumping better, but over the uh, – it just at times hasn't been jumping well enough to hold a spot in the front too. And if that happens, timely outburst saunters to the front and Carberry, if it begins like it did last start, it could even be better off just leaving Ray in the breeze, um, which is – it adds another element to the race. Yeah. You could say his timely outburst better suited um, punching a punching a breeze in its radar. But, look, I think it's a radar better than these. It's got tactical speed. Um, the way I'm hoping I can do what I want to do betting-wise with this race – is the fact there are so many um, betting horses in this? Like yep. there, there will be, uh, there will be some money for Search and Rocks. There will be some money for Star Trade. It's the one I'm hoping gets. There will be definitely money for Timely Outburst, uh, All Day Session, uh, Rock and Nori, uh, MTA Trav Sprints really well fresh, um, and that's before you even look at horses like Liwar and Cryptic Love, the big finishes. Did you mention Search and Rocks? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. So there's just. It's too a lot too of horses. Many <laughs> there's just a lot of horses money could come for it. I'm yeah. hoping there's I'm hoping something, and I've just seen it time and time again at Geraldton, that the bots just come for Star Trade and they're usually right. I'm hoping that there's there's something gets locked in and something comes hard and I see a price it's a ray day because they all have to fit into a hundred percent mark and I'm hoping it's a ray day is the one that gets wobbled out to two sixty or something. So mm. um yeah, really keen to be on it's a ray day, but I'm gonna wait for Betfair and hope um potentially a an ambitious hope, but I just got the feeling so many backable horses in this BJ that we might see a drift on the five. This has got that that same feel of that. Um, 70, was it a 72 plus last year, Belmont, where it was like Comfort Me, She's a Charmer, Bright Diamond, end up being like a magnificent mm. form race. But this has got all the hallmarks of, of that uh, leading into the Belmont season. What do you think of Victor Ray Day, like ceiling wise? What do you? What what, uh, what what do you envisage it's a ray day is going to be like in, say, four or five months' time? Oh, I don't do the – I hate the four or five months. It could be a worse horse in four or five months. I hate when people do that. It'll be a better horse next campaign. It'll be a better horse. I'm not asking – but, but the, 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 the spruik on from the stable and from the – on social media is that it's a potential winner bottom horse. Do you think that it's that good? Yeah. It's got – well, it's got the ele- – I love the elements with it's a ray day. So it's got the tactical speed. And, you know, last week it was – I think Leo ran the second quickest last – or ran the quickest last two. It was like a length uh, quicker than It's a Ray Day only, despite obviously not doing any work and coming at them late. Like that's so – and It's a Ray Day wasn't really ridden out to the line. It could have just about run – gone very close to running the quickest last two. So mm. when you've got tactical speed, you've got the turn of foot, um, it now needs to show the ability to carry some weight on um, on Saturday. But, yeah, I think – I think there's a fairly high ceiling when you've got all the elements that It's a Ray Day does. And I think Simon Miller realises it's best, best trip at the minute is the 1,200 metres. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah look, I, I think I think it'll be winning on, on Saturday. It's just a matter of price. Mm. I'm 210 and I don't reckon I could have gotten any longer. Um, but trying to fit all those good horses into a 100% market, like see Brock and Nori's your current second favourite, I'm 41 bucks. Uh, for me – they're going to be more thinking with Rock and Ori about uh, the guineas and, and what's to come after that. I don't know if it sprints with these. You know, I thought it was good. It beat. Um, I thought it was good when it was over the sprint journeys, but I don't know if it's up to these sprinters yet. Like this is it's a different. A, this a is a hot, different kettle of fish. Hot, uh, fresh assignment, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but it's got it's got a good draw though, and um, so it can it can sort of hold us by. Like I think I think you're right, chucking those sort of horses out of the out of the market from a winning point of view. So just I can, to give I you, I can see why you've got it's a it's a ray day so short. So I've done a ninety eight point five six percent mark, right? <laughs> So I have to like I've got excellent dream five hundred to one. Yeah. Like this this is to fit them all in. I'm I'm hundred and fifty to one state attorney in Pims Royale. Yeah. I really like both those horses. 
Um, and then I'm 60 to 1. I'm MTA, Cryptic Love, Severate. So yeah. Rock and Nori, 40 to 1. Leeway, 28. Search and Rock's 26 from that gate. Star Trade, I've, I've shown some respect to, 21, 21. The only other horse, i got timely outburst, $5.30, by the way. I've got a clear second pick. Um, I just think it's such a great map. And I think they've only just kept scratching because they have been waiting for a draw or a map or, or whatnot. So... Um, I didn't actually check the stewards report last but week. But also, it gets, did you read why it came out last week? Was it just future uh, it said future engagement. Yeah. So this actually, yeah, I, I think, think it said prior engagement, which was kind of weird. But yeah, might I think about about a, might have a wedding. I think that yeah, Australia <laughs> <laughs> might have wanted to have the day off. Um, but yeah, so I think what they were trying to say is that they were going to be looking at this race next week. Gets to fifty-five and a half as well. So Brad, no need for a claim. Brad, yeah, Brad it's had back it's on. had it's probably the first time in its life it's had a proper top senior on I'd say because it's usually been Nicole Hopwood, uh, Brandon Louis mm-hmm. road and Holly Watson might have ridden yep. um, when it was stiff. But if you look at it runs at Belmont, the two horses that beat it last campaign were Graceful Girl and the Spruker, and I don't think it led on either of those two yeah, occasions. You're right. Like you're right. it's a proper horse too, timely outburst. So it's it's really good. It's just it's a radar from what we saw first up should be landing right in its toe ball or very mm. close to it. So can it? lead and out sprinter I don't think so um, written matter is a big improver I think they'll be more aggressive BJ I think with Lactar going on nice weight swings in its favour thought it was really if you watch the replay again it was probably the best finisher I thought okay. um, last time out it's written I, think, I think that improver. came up in the numbers as well like last 200 wise, okay. so yeah, yeah okay. um, um, so I was about 16 bucks but as I said it's just yeah you, I thought remember? when Star Trade came to town I'd just be on each one yeah, yeah, here, yeah. here we go but it's just Theory, man. Um, do you remember that uh, all day session beat Kiss on All Four Cheeks in a photo? Um, yeah. That was good. All day time. session was the thing with all day session is A, it was fit then. Yeah. I think it was. It might have been off a little 30, 40 day break. Kiss on All Four Cheeks wasn't fit. I remember that. Yeah. Um, now, wasn't it a quick backup after winning a thousand meter the week before? Something will happen. There'll be a funny aspect to this mm. map. All day session fresh. It usually needs a run or two, but it's becoming a better horse every prep. So maybe all day session fresh. It has led in the past, could show some. There's, there's an opportunity here for something to show gate speed. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly who that is. MTA, I don't think so, over the 1200. Rock and Ori, potentially. Yeah, but I reckon As I said, bigger fish to fry. Um, the, the most likely map is Excellent Dream and Timely Outburst. Yeah. Excellent Dream. That was my map. It was, it was so so from the gates at times. It was Excellent Dream leading, out, Timely Outburst, outside leader, Rock and Ori, box seat. It's a radio 1 1. Um, MTA pushing forward, maybe sort of three wide-ish. Say but that um, Timely Outburst does get to the front and Itzerado ends up in the breeze. Mm. Would you still want to be on Itzerado? That's a race. Yeah, would you still want to be on? Just, just. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it might be like a two-horse war type thing. Yeah. Itzerado yeah. just sort of getting over it late. Yeah. Um, but if that happens, um, makes it more interesting. Mm. I think um, I think you're right. I'm not 100% there with Itzerado yet. Um, but I think it's it's a really good horse, but I don't know if it's only three too. So it's mm-hmm. um it's got a heap of upsiders, but I'm just not quite there with it yet from a finished product point of view, but that's okay. I think that um if uh if there's any if there are any chinks in the armors of the fancies, look out for Star Trade. First up for Dan Morton, just just absolutely burning, burning turf late, launching at him. So um any Word from Dan? No, I think just very happy with it. All, all, all that I've heard from Dan is that he's a um, he the he's just a beautiful horse, beautiful handle, and he's got he's very similar in stature and and um, type to Elite Street. Who's better? Um, <laughs> Star Trade beat, beat well, Elite, Street. Elite Street. Headline: uh, Star Trade beat Elite Street in a gallop the other day. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> Um, no, I just know that they're really happy with the horse and really good acquisition. Um, I thought we might be able to get him a little bit lower in the ratings. I think 77's 
high enough. Come is that to, what's the norm? Because it's a 91 country, isn't it? Or 92. 92. So I, I guess you, if you take a line through Kenny Luck, Kenny Luck was a 92, came to town as a 76. So they've got Star Trade in one point above a Kenny Luck, who did go on to win a race in town as well, yeah. won the mm-hmm. Batavia as well. So, um, but Jerry form's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. I think all, he's so. just, I think he's just a bit stiff to run into like this super hot 72 plus first step, first up for Dan. Yeah. But, uh, I don't think he's out of place, but, um, with the gate and just the, 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 um, the, I guess the, the high regard that, um, it's a ray day and timely outburst are held in. Then I think Star Trade might be running for third, but look out for him um, hitting the line hard. And I reckon he's mm. going to be a real factor during the Belmont early part of the Belmont season. So interested mm. to see what this horse does in the market late as well. Yeah. Like it's just been walloped um, at Ger- I know it's Geraldton, and this is completely different, but it, it's the main horse I think could give me the price. It's a ray day. Mm. Like I think there's a chance. In saying that, it also would surprise me if it jumps at fifty to one. Yeah. Like it's just a. Yeah, you've got to fit all these into 100%, which means there'll be some um, there'll be some wild prices. Yeah, I wish there was a race like this on every Saturday. We miss mm. we miss races like this. Like it's it's um, they used to have. I don't know if you were around for the welters, Terry. They used to have welters back mm-hmm. in the day, um, which were probably a, a rung above a 72 plus. Probably more like I guess today would be a 78 plus. But there were races like this with so much depth and older horses taking on younger horses big spread in the weights it was it was always a feature of a of a sad day car it was always the last race as well the welter so um great to see this is going to be a tremendous way to finish finish the uh the card and of course it's just a great another great test for an um exciting three-year-old in it's a ray day another thing we need to remember is that search and rocks talent very talented horse but it's having some issues in the gates and mm, i noticed that it, I went, saw it went to finella yeah it went to jeff and finella mm. martin who are the barrier gurus and um so that's not a good sign for me that she's no. having to be sent off property to trial poorly too, especially at this stage of her career. It was underwriting. Yeah, did you notice that? I noticed that. Yeah, she actually jumped and led, which is good. That's probably what you want to see. She always jumps well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, for a three-year-old filly, that's not ideal. No, she'd need to be at her best from that gate anyway. She would be, but she's just so good that she could she could factor if things went away. But the fact that David Harrison had to send her away to do more barrier practice mm. with her after she got scratched at the goal. She, did she load? She wouldn't load, I think, in yeah, the, um, right. that yep. mare's race at Ascot. So that's a, that's a concern. Um, last thing I wanted to say is uh, Bo Benedict Edwards is back in the saddle. Bo hasn't ridden in a race since uh, the 12th of February. So she makes her uh, her return and um, is piloting. Uh, I think she's going to ride earlier in the day, but she's- Wild front, yeah. She, yeah, she's piloting excellent dream for- LK Fernie, is this the first start for Luke? Excellent drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's Lindsay, Simon, Luke. Lindsay, Simon, Luke. It was nommed for Cal. Justin Warwick, Lindsay Smith, Simon, Luke Fernie. There you go. All the big names, eh? All right. So that is uh, Sky Channel Provincial Championship Series final day complete. Now, we'll take a break, Terry, and we'll be back uh, with our best betting propositions of the day courtesy of Betfair and our Maddies and our Lays. Okay, let's wrap things up here, Guru. It's uh, our Betfair best betting proposition of the day. Yeah, look, uh, I'm a dollar seventy hardly ever. It's two bucks, so we'll make it be boring. Race two, um, number three, hardly ever. That's not a day I've realised now. Not a huge amount of mm, value. No. I could have you had many bets. No, this morning? No. absolutely none. No okay. Eddie bets at all. Um, 
Yeah, look, yeah, I guess value-wise it's came in double spice at the current prices, mm-hmm. but um, look, just going to go there. Try and double our money or above with hardly ever, race two. All right. Yeah, I was thinking, thinking KMA was definitely in the in the realm of my bet, bet, best betting propositions of the day, but I'm going to go the quick backup. Atlanta Beach was Bang. all of ours last week. It's mine again on Saturday, Atlanta Beach. Currently best available, $4. Okay, don't mind that. Madness. On a day where there's a there's quite a bit of uh, uh, twenty pluses, twenty one dollar pluses. Yeah, there is a try. You going? You going the country championship final? You going course, Desi? Desi course. A's? Sir Desmond <laughs> Atwell the third. That's very LKB good. Long Knife Brother with Kesh to run, just riding desperately. Like yeah, mm. okay. Uh, <laughs> long Knife. Long Knife Brother, there's a bit of $73 available at the moment. Oh, jeez, I reckon you'll see a bit more than that. You'll probably see Mandy Price the play. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. No, don't mind that. Don't no. mind that. It's a bit loose, but that's me, Maddie. So. Yeah. Um, look, I'm expecting with the two three-year-olds in the race, it's currently best 18. False statements, one I'll probably actually have something on. I'll actually have something on Long Knife Brother too, so okay. I'll half tell you there. But yeah. uh, look, false statement, I think he'll get out to $20 yeah, plus Yeah, good one, late, good one so, like it, yeah. Um, yeah, false statements. If, uh, if Star Trade gets out 20 madness prices, it'll definitely yeah. be worth a bet. Well, I was going to say it should do, I think, but yeah. who knows what Star Trade yeah. will do in that market. Yeah. It's so interesting trying to fit them all into 100 and Hundred percent. Yeah, so. Betfair is going to be uh, fascination on the day. There, there'll be some, um, yeah, there'll be some some big prices about some good horses. Okay, uh, LA. So I'm going to go here. We spoke about this horse quite a bit. We both, I sort of said that uh, that the jury was out. Let's see what he can do. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to take him on here. Race six, number nine, Galactic Storm, best best available at two eighty two ninety at the moment. It's going to be my lay of the day. Yeah, I don't really have a, a layer, so I like to lay one that's well above my price, who I don't think can win. I think Galactic Storm can win, yep. but my price is significantly longer, so I better I'll tell you with Galactic Storm as well. Lay right. of the day, horse number horse number nine. Race six. I never like to do that when you're going to be having a lash at one, especially with K-Main. If it doesn't pan out that particular way, it's probably going to be one coming from last, which could well be it. So, well, then again, maybe coming from the breeze. Mm. Hope you're right okay. in that sense. Um, that gets us to the end. That was a lengthy one. Yeah, it was long. Yeah, it was long. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the listeners want to hear. Yeah.